Welcome, welcome, welcome. It's Inside Training Camp presented by Xfinity Eagles insider Dave Spadaro. Chris McPherson along with me. It's a Friday. It's sun splash. It's beautiful. The weather's nice. Fans getting fired up about this football team. Chris, I like today's practice. Yes, certainly. That's a big thing to talk about here. And the offense is in focus today. Pat Shermer talking with the media. Very excited to be reunited with one Sam Bradford. And also discuss the running back situation. DeMarco Murray back on the practice field. But what does that mean for someone like Darren Sproles, who's now definitely the number three running back in this yeah, offense? I mean, we, this is all a process. Well, it's always interesting to talk to coaches and you ask them about players. And when the players talk about a, a certain, uh, the coaches talk about a certain player, they never refer to the depth chart. They talk about how many reps everybody gets in practice here. We all kind of obsess who's taking the ones, who's taking the twos. Uh, it doesn't matter to these coaches right now. It matters to get as many reps as possible, to get them on tape, to take a look at them and evaluate later, get them ready for the first preseason game a week from Sunday, 1 p.m. kickoff at Lincoln Financial Field. The Indianapolis Colts come to town. We'll get you ready for that game. And let's get you caught up on the news of the day, our Eagles 360 update with Alex Smith. Hi everyone, Alex Smith here with your 360 update presented by Sports Authority. It was another hot day here in South Philadelphia as the Eagles continued with their 2015 training camp. Today it was offensive coordinator Pat Shermer speaking about what quarterback Sam Bradford has brought to the table to this point. I had uh, experience with Sam in his first year uh, in St. Louis, so knew a great deal about him. And, and basically, you know, I was able to just give some insight to uh, what Sam was all about as a player. And then all the other stuff kind of happened down the hall from me. Another topic that Shermer touched on today was the Eagles getting a lot of reps with each other here in the early part of training camp, which he says is a very good thing as this group tries to mix together. Well, I think it would be a challenge if, if you didn't train the way we did. You know, we had a great deal of reps in the spring. Um, the way we practice and the way we train, you know, guys get a lot of reps. So new guys and, you know, these guys have all played other places before, but the new guys that we brought in were able to get the reps they needed and they got up to speed quickly. Now the offensive line is a position where it's really important for all five members to come together to form a cohesive unit. So for players like Lane Johnson and John Moffitt, these extra reps have gone a long way. I need them right now. I mean, even preseason games, I need to get that, uh, you know, bond with him, be on, be on the same level because, I mean, it takes, like I tell them, it takes two to tango. So we've got to be on the same levels. I mean, even in pass protection, uh, you know, he helps me, I help him. So it's, it's vital. Yeah, it's I think often. it's mental. I think it's physical. I think it's, you know, it's obviously camp is trying for anybody. And then obviously when you take a break like I did, um, getting back into the groove of it is, is obviously going to be a test. Another new face here in camp is running back Ryan Matthews, who gets the privilege of working with two game breakers around him in DeMarco Murray and Darren Sproles. And for Matthews, he's looking forward to what this new three-headed monster could have in store. Uh, it's going to be exciting, hopefully. You know, um, can't wait. You know, but only time will tell. And, uh, you know, we just got to keep, keep working hard out here and uh, just keep getting better. Meanwhile, on the defensive side of the ball, it was veteran safety Malcolm Jenkins who spoke about what some of the Eagles' young players have done to this point to impress. Uh, we're coming together pretty well. I think um, we just started uh, over the last couple of days actually rotating guys in different spots. So where we had uh, Nolan Carroll and, and Walter Thurman running with the ones, this pretty much the last couple of days they've been with the twos, and we've gotten Chris Maragos and Eric Rowe up. Um, we've been able to put in a couple more packages with uh, Nolan Carroll getting some reps at the dime, um, a couple other guys in at the uh, nickel position with EJ Biggers, rotate with the ones too. So uh, we're moving around with a, lot, with a lot of different guys to see 
you know, all the situations to get guys gelling with different different people, see how they communicate. Um, but uh, when we had Maxwell, uh, Nolan Carroll, myself, and and uh, Walter Thurman on the other side, uh, the chemistry is there. And guys are veterans in this game, play some football. Um, Communication is great. We're flying around, competitive. Um, and, and we're focusing a lot more on the technique, so I think it's coming along well. And finally, a quick injury update here from the NovaCare Complex. Running back to Marco Murray warmed up with the team but did not participate in team drills today. Linebacker Kiko Alonzo was once again absent with concussion symptoms. Meanwhile, tight end Zach Ertz and linebacker Michael Kendricks also sat out with injuries. From a depth chart perspective, it was cornerback Eric Rowe who took some first team reps today, as did safety Chris Maragos. And meanwhile, on the offensive line, it was Andrew Gardner who took first team reps at right guard. And for continuing coverage of Eagles training camp, be sure to keep it right here on PhiladelphiaEagles.com. Great stuff there from Alex Smith in our 360 update. Dave, you had a chance to catch up with someone who's going to be featured a lot during the preseason here for the yeah, Eagles. He will be our color analyst on the Eagles television network for the four preseason games. NFL Network's Mike Mayock knows it like uh, nobody else from the time that players are ready for the draft all the way through their careers in the NFL. He's been at practice, he's seen the Eagles, and he's got some opinions. And when we return to Inside Training Camp presented by Xfinity, Mike Mayock, my guest in studio. I step to Philly. I step to Philly. The bus. The trolley. Regional rail. I step to Philly. The 17 to training. Broad Street Line. To my parkway. Market Frankfurt Line. All night. Carbs to compete. Electrolytes to replenish. Everything you need to keep sweating. Section 512, row 6, seats 7 through 10. Those are our seats. At this one time, we can't be there. Please treat them right. To get there early, stay late, and yell a whole lot. Dress warm, gloves, hats, warm boots. Eric sits in the middle. Uncle Paul sits on the aisle. And if you want to sit in my seat, make sure you get your ticket from the only place a fan can trust. Buy and sell 100% verified authentic tickets with other true fans. Only on NFL Ticket Exchange. Tickets from one fan to another. With extra 20 checking from Santander, you can get paid $20 a month. Just direct deposit $1,500 or more and pay two bills a month with the online bill pay feature. Then you can get paid $20 a month. That's just the way it works. So what are you waiting for? Comcast Sportsnet is giving away a pair of Eagles season tickets. Enter to win at PhiladelphiaEagles.com slash CSN Philly. Welcome into the studio. I'm Dave Spadaro, Eagles insider with NFL Network analyst Mike Mayock. It's our Gatorade one-on-one, -on -one, and we are looking at the preseason, which starts one week from Sunday. Mike, of course, will be in the booth as the color analyst on NBC 10 and the Eagles getting ready for the Indianapolis Colts. I guess there's a long way to go between now and then in this day-by-day -day world, Mike, but <laughs> I can't stop thinking about what it's going to be like to see a game against another team where you tackle and you can kind of make some observations that, that really mean something. You know, we, it almost has become a year-round calendar in the NFL and we get excited about OTAs and mini camps and whatever, and as good as they are and they're fun, 
it's nothing like training camp and preseason because once you put the pads on and you can talk about it all you want, you can watch young guys, how they develop in shorts, but you really don't know what is going to happen until they get out there in a real game. So you watch practice. You see the tempo here. What do the coaches take from a practice that includes a lot of reps, very high tempo, but no tackling, no live periods? Everybody's got different feelings on whether you should tackle or not. I just left Latrobe, Pennsylvania, where the Steelers are, and at the beginning of every team practice, they tackle live, and they get after it. And I kind of like that because in today's modern world, when you don't tackle at all in the preseason or in preseason practices, then you get into the games, your starting team plays a series or two, week one, a couple series week two, a half week three, and hardly at all week four. So if you're a defensive back, you might get eight or ten live tackles in that entire time frame. And then you got to come out week one in the regular season on Monday night football and tackle. Yeah. I, I think that's difficult. Mike, as you look ahead to Sunday and the Colts, what kind of storylines are forming in your mind? You know, I look at this team and I think they're going to score points. I mean, offensively, the Philadelphia Eagles were number three in points scored a year ago. Um, this is a matchup league, and the Philadelphia Eagles are a matchup nightmare. And it doesn't matter whether it's Sproles or Ertz or outside with Matthews or with the new kid from USC, Aguilar. They're a matchup nightmare, and I think they're going to run the football better than they did a year ago. Downhill, physical, and tough. But my whole thing is how good you get on defense. And, and I, what I saw today, I think the corners and the safeties are more athletic. I think the front seven is going to be outstanding, and you can't afford any injuries with your outside linebacker. Let's talk about the wide receivers. It looks like Jordan Matthews primarily in the slot still, um, whether that remains mm -hmm. that way. But what are the advantages of lining Jordan Matthews inside rather than having him go outside and then maybe when you want to selectively move him inside. I like his size yeah. inside and you know it doesn't really matter whether he's a 4-5 guy or a 4-6 guy inside. You look at the Julian Edelmans and the Wes Welkers, they weren't real fast but they were real quick. They use quickness to create separation. I think Matthews uses size to create separation and I think the advantage for a quarterback is you need somebody who's going to win quickly in the slot and I think with that big body it's like a basketball rebound. You get you know you get low post position and that's for Sam Bradford, that's shooting darts. Yeah, and for Sam Bradford, let's talk about him. He's getting all the reps as the number one quarterback. We don't know how much he'll play in the preseason. You want to get him ready for September 14th in Atlanta. How many reps does he need to get all the rust knocked off in a game situation? I don't know the answer to that. I do know that what I look forward to for your entire team, but especially Sam Bradford, are the joint practices with the Ravens. Because when you go against another team in practice, not, not a, a game, but in practice, you get the advantage of all the looks, all the sub packages, working with your guys in a quasi-live situation where nobody's going to be around your feet. They stay away from the quarterback. So I think those joint practices, the quarterbacks get all the benefits of first-team reps against a different defense, and it minimizes people rolling into your legs and getting hurt in a preseason game. You're a DB guy. You know the Eagles have gone out and – added six defensive backs, traded Brandon Boykin, whole new look, an approach that they want to be physical, they want to be at the line of scrimmage in press coverage. Your thoughts on what will need to be done to make this successful? Uh, I mentioned earlier, if, if the Eagles want to win a division and make a dent in the playoffs, the key is getting better on defense and, and on the back end especially. So you look at the corner situation, you spend an awful lot of money on Maxwell. He looks like the real deal. Eric Rowe, a second-round pick. I'm very familiar with him. He's the real deal. I think the key is who's the other safety? Can it be Thurman? 
You play with him, it's like a safety with corner feet. So I think they've significantly upgraded the talent on the back end. Many, many things to watch as the Eagles get ready for the preseason opener. One week from Sunday, 1 o'clock kickoff at Lincoln Financial Field. Mike Mayock in the booth, part of the Eagles television network broadcast. I'll be on the sidelines, and we're going to have a lot to talk about. Don't forget Scotty Graham now. That's, I, how can you forget Scotty Graham? Mike Mayock, thanks for joining us. My Gatorade one-on-one -on -one in studio here on PhiladelphiaEagles.com. However you do sports, however you do fun, however you do summer, do it at Sports Authority. Shop thousands of great deals this summer. Sports Authority. Huh, 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on car insurance. Yeah, everybody knows that. Well, did you know that playing cards with Kenny Rogers gets old pretty fast? You got to know when to hold them. Know when to fold them. Know when to walk away. Know when to run. You never count your money when you're sitting at the table. What? You get it. No I get the gist, yeah. yeah. Okay. Geico. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on car insurance. At Lincoln Financial, we believe you're the boss of your life, the chief life officer. In charge of creating memories, planning futures, and keeping promises. Ask your financial advisor how Lincoln Financial can help you take charge of your future. Life, income, retirement, group benefits, and advice. Lincoln Financial, you're in charge. The Eagles hope to make it a perfect 10-0 all-time against the New York Jets when they face gangrene in week three of the 2015 season. And to look ahead at that matchup, we go behind enemy lines with Rich Samini, who covers the New York Jets for ESPN. Now, Rich, the first thing I want to ask you is, how different is the atmosphere up there in North Jersey now that Todd Bowles is a head coach and not Rex Ryan. It's one end of the spectrum to the other, uh, as you can imagine. Everybody knows what kind of character Rex Ryan is. Just uh, kind of a bombastic guy, you know, free, free speech for the players. You know, they had that uh, swagger permeated the entire facility. But now Bowles is a, a man of few words. Uh, he doesn't make bold predictions. He's not going to guarantee a Super Bowl. Uh, and the players have kind of followed suit with that button-down approach. So it, it is a dramatically different culture. It makes your job a little bit tougher, I would imagine, Rich. Yeah, I kind of liked it the old way, just from a journalistic standpoint. It was uh, a lot of a lot of great sound bites and and tremendous fodder. But uh, you know, but the Jets are always interesting. They have a, actually a, a pretty interesting cast of characters on this team. So I think more of the more of the stories will be coming from the locker room, whereas in the past, most of, most of it came from Rex's press conferences. Rich, getting back to the action on the field, Sheldon Richardson, one of the league's best defensive linemen, was suspended for the first four games of the regular season, so he will miss this matchup. How does that impact the Jets' run defense when they're going to see a Chip Kelly team that loves to run the football and has two Pro Bowl, three Pro Bowl running backs when you look at DeMarco Murray, Ryan Matthews, and Darren Sproles? Yeah, that's that's how you would expect Chip to attack the Jets. So Sheldon is a, a very good defensive lineman, and 
unlike a lot of other D linemen, I, I, he prides himself on being a two-way player, not just a guy who accumulates sacks, but a guy who does play the run. And so they will miss that element in their defense. I still think there'll be a good run defense without him. Uh, you know, good defensive line. You know, and I think probably the guy who's going to replace Sheldon is Leonard Williams, who was the sixth pick in the draft, and uh, you know, a young just turned 21, but uh, has a, a ton of talent. So he'll be green, but I think he's got a lot of talent, and they have some veteran guys on the bench, and they'll rotate guys in. So I think they're still going to have a, a pretty decent run defense, but it's not going to be what it would have been with Sheldon in there. Rich, let's go to the quarterback position. It's always a hot topic here in Philadelphia, and certainly all eyes are on the quarterback position with the Jets as well. Who do you think will be under center come week one? I think it'll be Geno Smith, and I think when the Jets play the Eagles, it'll still be Geno Smith. Um, you know, Geno's going to be in the, with the first team when they, when they practice for the first time, and he's going to get the majority of the reps. Todd Bolts has said that on a number of occasions. So really what would have to happen in the pre- – Geno would just have to have an awful preseason. I mean, he would really have to stink it up for the first two games, opening the door for Ryan Fitzpatrick up. Uh, the team, you know, Gino has a higher ceiling, I think, in the eyes of the organization, and they want to see this through. This, this is Gino's last shot. I mean, let's face it; he's had two years. You know, this is going to be his last shot. If he doesn't, you know, solidify the position this year, then they'll move on to someone else. So, I, I think it'll be Gino uh, in Week One, and, and probably still in there when they play the Eagles. Rich, do you think there's anything that Chan Gailey, the new offensive coordinator who came in with Bowles, can do anything to maximize Smith's talent to try to take advantage of that upside? Yeah, what I think Chan's going to try to do, and uh, easier said than done, I think you know they're going to run a spread offense. You know, they're going to spread it out, a lot of wide receivers, and, and uh, they're going to have Geno and, and shotgun a lot. And, but he was last year too in Marty Morningwick's system. But I think the idea of what Chan wants to do is just try to you know quick. Quick drops, quick release, get the ball out quickly. They want to kind of minimize uh, Gino's uh, having to read the defense. I think Gino probably doesn't process information quickly in terms of reading coverage, so they want to try to simplify that as much as possible and get the ball out quickly. It all sounds good on paper, you know, when they talk about it, but actually doing it is another thing, so I'm curious to see how that works out. Rich, do you think that they realize they're probably not going to get elite-level quarterback play from that position? So they went out there and traded for Brandon Marshall. They drafted Devin Smith in the second round. They signed Stephen Riley. Do you think that the, the front office realized that and said, we got to get as many pieces around Geno to try to make him successful, to try to get something out of him? Yeah, no question. I mean, they just know they're not going to have an elite quarterback this year or next year. I mean, it's that's that's the hand they're working with right now. So, uh, you know, I think Brandon Marshall will help. He's, you know, supposedly in great shape. Uh, he's 31. Uh, I don't know I don't know if he'll be the player he was a couple of years ago, but I, I still think he's a, a, an improvement of what they had. So now you're talking about a pretty decent receiving core with uh, Marshall and Eric Decker. You mentioned Devin Smith coming along. They still have Jeremy Curley. So they actually, this is probably their best um supporting cast for a quarterback since 2010 and uh, so it, it'll help Gino will, will it turn him into a top 10 quarterback no that's not going to happen I don't think that'll ever happen but 
uh, it gives it gives defenses something to think about. That's for sure. Rich Zimini, he covers the New York Jets for ESPN. Rich, thank you very much for taking us behind enemy lines here on PhiladelphiaEagles.com. You can't find a great doctor just anywhere. Sure you can. Specialists? Yep. Primary care? You bet. Jefferson doctors? Take a look at this. Excellent doctors, lots of locations. Call 1-800-JEFF-NOW. Wow. That's a good number. 1-800-JEFF-NOW? It sure is. I meant a good number of doctors. I meant a good number four doctors. I've got a feeling this could go on for a while. No, it can't. You'll interrupt the announcer. Find a Jefferson doctor. Call 1-800-JEFF-NOW for an appointment. Section 512, row 6, seats 7 through 10. Those are our seats. At this one time, we can't be there. Please treat them right. To get there early, stay late, and yell a whole lot. Dress warm, gloves, hats, warm boots. Eric sits in the middle. Uncle Paul sits on the aisle. And if you want to sit in my seat, make sure you get your ticket from the only place the fan can trust. Buy and sell 100% verified authentic tickets with other true fans. Only on NFL Ticket Exchange. Tickets from one fan to another. Experience the power of physical therapy at NovaCare Rehabilitation. We know the importance of an active lifestyle. If you're currently injured, let us bring that active lifestyle back to you. NovaCare is the exclusive provider of physical therapy to the Philadelphia Eagles. And with more than 100 convenient locations throughout Philadelphia and South Jersey, go to NovaCare.com today and request an appointment online or call 800-770-6682. The Eagles choose NovaCare, so can you NovaCare. The power of physical therapy. Stop by your McDonald's for the summer break menu. Choose from a delicious double cheeseburger, filet of fish six-piece chicken McNuggets, or a snack wrap, plus a small fry for just $2.50, and bring brighter days to your summer. Only at McDonald's for a limited time. I'm loving it. Welcome back to Inside Training Camp, presented by Xfinity. Dave Spadaro, Chris McPherson here. A lot of talk about the offense in today's show. Let's chat about the defense, particularly, Chris, the secondary, looking at a lot of young players, and we're looking at players at safety that are trying to form a good tandem with Malcolm Jenkins. Yes, Malcolm Jenkins is the lock there, but the question is, who is going to be the person to start alongside him? There are a number of key contributors here. You have players like Earl Wolf, who's a veteran here. You have Chris Brzezinski, who's starting the league. Chris Maricos, who's a demon on special teams. But how about one player who didn't play safety before this season, that's one Walter Thurman. Yeah, Walter Thurman making the transition from cornerback to safety, and he's taking all the reps as the starter there. And for the purposes of inside training camp presented by Xfinity, Walter Thurman, our player in focus. Hello, Eagles fans. I'm Bo Wolf, and welcome to Eagle in Focus, where we narrow our focus from everything that is going on in training camp to talk about one individual Eagle. And today, we're going to talk about one of the big-time free agent signings for the Eagles this offseason. But it's not Byron Maxwell, it's not DeMarco Murray, and it's not Ryan Matthews. Instead, it is the player who preceded Byron Maxwell as the nickel cornerback for the Seattle Seahawks. He was the nickel for that championship team two years ago. And that's Walter Thurmond, who was reunited with Chip Kelly by joining the Eagles this offseason. Thurmond signing a one-year deal with the New York Giants last year tore his pectoral in the second game of the season. But Thurmond not joining the Eagles necessarily to play the nickel cornerback position where he spent his career in the NFL. Instead, the Eagles approached Thurmond about a possible position change, and that's where we stand now with Thurmond looking to win a starting job at safety alongside Malcolm Jenkins back in the spring when the Eagles made this switch. 
Chip Kelly explained why Thurman's experience at nickel prepares him well for safety. You know, I think Waltz has experience in there because he, a lot of his time in the National Football League has been as a nickel. So if you're a nickel, uh, you're an inside player. And that's really what, you know, you're another safety. You're kind of playing down safety, but you're playing a lot of match coverage on um, open number two receivers. And Waltz fit in. He's a uh, real smart, um, pick things up very quickly. Uh, and I think he's really done a really nice job there at the other safety spot. Well, Thurman's transition to safety will not be easy, of course. Not only does he have to learn a brand new position, but he has to learn a brand new defensive scheme and know what everybody in front of him is doing from the safety position. Of course, if Thurman is successful and proves that he can be a quality starting safety alongside Malcolm Jenkins, he will solve an issue the Eagles have had for the past few seasons. For Eagle in Focus, I'm Bo Wolf. Well, thank you very much, Bo. We move into the weekend practice, of course, on Saturday. Chip Kelly meets the media before training and then D'Amico Ryan's after training, both of those press conferences live on PhiladelphiaEagles.com. We'll also have Eric Rowe, Eagles defensive back, a rookie trying to make his mark, maybe be a starter. He'll be in studio. And Chris, we're going to debut a special show. It's back for another year. Yes, the journey. Find out what it's like to try and make the final 53-man roster, but it's a little different spin this year. It's going to be centered around the linebackers. So a lot of veterans, you have Connor Barwin, D'Amico Ryans, who you just mentioned, but players like Jordan Hicks, whose diary you can read actually right now on PhiladelphiaEagles.com. He's going to be featured in as well. So a little behind-the-scenes perspective of what it's like to try to survive training camp and make the Philadelphia Eagles. So it may be your weekend day off and days off, but we're going to keep on getting busy here with the Philadelphia Eagles. And a reminder, on Sunday, open practice at Lincoln Financial Field. Gates open at 10 a.m. Get over there. It should be a beautiful day. And the Eagles in pads once again. Free parking, free practice, and a lot of fun. So we'll see you there on Sunday. For Chris McPherson, I'm Dave Spadaro. We thank you for joining us on this Training Camp presented by Xfinity. Have yourselves a great Eagles day.